20-somethings who are either married or in committed relationships who say their unions are more secure and more honest because they don't believe in monogamy. Talking about swinging, or as it's known now, living in the lifestyle. We're going to have to get you some monogamy. Technically, an orgy requires a minimum of six participants. What about my This is a new generation of swingers. Waves are coming at you on Friday, Saturday. By Sunday, your nuts going to be drained. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Swinging Around, the sex-positive podcast about swinging and sex. I'm Danny. I'm Heidi. So what's new, Heidi? Not a hell of a lot. <laughs> well, you <laughs> were looking a lot. You were looking up You were looking up porn not a half hour ago, right? <laughs> I was. I don't know. I, like, So, topic of today, we're going to talk, at least part of the time, about OMG, It's Dirty Dancing, a parody, which we just recently triple watched. X, triple X, X, it's a parody. Triple X, it's a parody. So we watched that, and that got me thinking about porn and just our porn collection. And I'm lazy. And well, let's just acknowledge that even in our mid thirties, like we're old, that we still like we are still. I mean, we we watch a lot of online porn, uh, but and we will watch it a lot of times with our it, it, when we do watch porn with our sex sessions, we will be typically online. But we still have a, a collection of. Blu-rays and DVDs oh, and things. it's from back before streaming porn was really like yeah, easy and accessible. Now it's super easy, it's accessible. And we like we don't mind low quality porn, but we also like high quality, high production value porn. So that got me thinking about some of the the wicked pictures or vivid and Yeah, when I'm watching porn with you, I typically like to watch higher production, but like when I'm getting down and dirty with myself, it's usually <laughs> the like more amateurish, like uh, like sluts three. <laughs> well, it's it's usually Baby like got the, booties. it's usually the less production value. Like well, yeah, uh, you just want the uh, raw sex. I mean, that's mm-hmm. yeah. I stumbled across a website recently called Hot Guys Fuck. I really like that one. <laughs> I, I assume that's a gay porn. No. Oh really? No, it's just like college ish age, oh, so twenty okay. something year old guys so, so, with good bodies so, banging banging chicks. So the porn where I mean, okay, so that's that's actually what I, I don't use a consider. I use a consider like high quality is like the. Well, it's gr- not high quality, but you know, it's oh, just it's not, still oh, it's, it's still whole hotel room style. I mean, okay. they're clips on you porn, but the guys are just but the guys are just good looking because typically yeah. nobody cares what the guys look like. The guys are good looking. <laughs> they always make sure you can see the guys. From the shots, you know, they, you can see the women too, but it's mm-hmm. it's not just women focused. It's the point is for women to watch it, I think. And then they, so, I, so, they so, always, so it's probably no heels they category on that a, website. No, they always have a have a cum shot on on the chick, but it's not usually in the face. It's usually like guy pulls out, come you know, throws off the condom and like comes in her tits or her ass or whatever. But I remember mm-hmm. one time the guy quite the, often the guy came in. Do they always use condoms the, there? They do, yeah. Okay. And then one time the guy came inside in the condom and. The producer's like, we'll let you off this time because it's it's your first time shooting a video with us, but we need the cum shot, man. We need it. And the guy's like, man, it was just feeling too good. I couldn't help it. And he's like, it's, it's not what you're here for. That's funny. <laughs> it was funny. Like, yeah. I'm so, I was just thinking, I remember um, one of our early episodes, earlier, I don't know what number it was, but um, we, we had talked about there was <clears throat> a lot of legislation going on in California um, that was going to... Oh, requiring condoms? Requiring condoms. But I don't think that ever went through or I don't... I didn't follow up on that, and it's been years. And typically, the porn, like what I peruse, they're not using condoms usually. Yeah, most of the times they they are. But on hotguys.com, they do. Hotguysfuck. Hotguys. Hotguysfuck. Yeah, hotguys. Hotguys.com is probably a different. Like that probably is for. <laughs> I pulled oh, up the website. Yeah, there so. are girls there. Yeah, they're they're fucking girls. They're they are straight men, but they're good looking <laughs> straight men. So, we your favorite movie. Is Dirty Dancing. Yep. And so I'll give a little bit of a story. So probably 2016, I learned that there was a Dirty Dancing porn parody. And so I... So it's been out for a number of years. Well, yeah. Look it up real quick what what year it actually came out. Like, I think I learned about it around 2016-ish. Um, I, I just remember because it was before we moved. Um, but... I doubt, I uh, purchased it digitally and then downloaded it and then we never got to watching it until just... 2013s when it came out. Okay, so it came out. Through, I didn't even learn about it till three years later. But you would think you'd be on top of it, being. But I it's was not like something I would ever think of 
Googling, I guess, and I just never stumbled across it in my... I don't know how... I have. It's years ago now, so I can't remember how I came across it Although either. I will say, I'm intrigued by Grease Triple X, <laughs> a parody. So... We might have to check that one out. Also came out in 2013. So I got it 2016, and then we only just now, uh, tail end of 2020, and I think we finished it off in 2021, like the last scene... Uh, so it only took five years for us to finally get to it. There's also Night at the Erotic Museum. <laughs> that's I can only imagine what do dildos come alive in that one? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, like what comes alive, like uh, or do they just have sex in a museum? Probably just have sex in a museum. So we wanted, so we wanted to do a review of Dirty Dancing Triple X, right? Yeah, I just wanted to talk about it. So overall, what did you think of it as as a porn? Well, I want to hear you talk about it because you're the big Dirty Dancing fan. I know, but we both have opinions too. I mean, I liked it. I it's it was longer than the original film, I think, which is well, Let's go scene by scene here. So start us so so start off well, give overall impressions and then scene by scene. Overall, I I liked it. Um it's it was just fun as a porn. Mm-hmm. Is it is it a great parody of Dirty Dancing? <laughs> well, it's limited. It's low budget. I think they had maybe seven cast members. I mean, it, well, I guess a couple. So eight cast members. I mean, it mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't a big cast. It certainly wasn't shot on a big budget. It wasn't anything like that. Mm-hmm. So you're not having your like major dance scenes and all of that stuff. But for a porn, it it hit all the major story beats of Dirty Dancing. So. So what did you think of the first scene? So the first scene is actually like you can quote, quote unquote a deleted scene from the movie. <laughs> yeah. So the first scene, if you've ever seen Dirty Dancing, I mean the premise is is Penny, who's one of the dancers, is pregnant and she needs to to get an abortion, which is not legal at the time. And so Baby, who's a guest at the resort, offers to step in and handle a dance that Penny needs to do so that Penny can go get the abortion. Basic plot. Um, the movie, the parody triple X movie starts off with Penny doing the dirty deed that actually gets her pregnant in the first place. And I think, or, or we can assume she was pregnant sometime before then, but Penny's, Penny's fucking away. Oh, well, I think for sure that that's the scene. That's that, supposed to be the scene. The, the, and I think he comes inside or I think, um, or I, I don't remember. I think it was, a, I, th- I think it was the cream pie as you like the, or as it's called. Yeah. It might've been the cream pie. Um, so this was probably my favorite scene. I think it was the hottest it was, it was out, outside. It was outside. It was fucking a hot scene. The chick who plays Penny has big tits, which I'm sure you enjoyed. Well, I think you got like the, you know, we were talking about hot guys. Fuck. Like the guy mm-hmm. who plays Robbie, he was, he wasn't bad looking, was he? He, uh, he was kind of greasy. <laughs> no, actually, I didn't find him. His cock oh. was fine, but I didn't find him like overly attractive. No, not really. Like, Did you find any of the guys in the movie attractive? The guy who plays Johnny, I thought was attractive. Okay. Yeah. And and I thought the guy who plays Neil was wasn't bad either actually with his little soul patch, but um, otherwise, meh, not really. So we had the scene with Penny and Robbie and outdoor, and then the next scene was also a deleted scene from the movie. We get the parents. <laughs> the parents. Yeah. So so we get um, uh, what is his name? Stone. The, is his Evan name. Stone. Evan Stone. Evan Stone playing baby's dad. But they've like tried to age him up. So, so they gave him like I think they either sprayed his hair to make it look like whiter, um, and then they're trying. It's period piece, right? So they're trying to make him dress like from 1963. It just was not sexy. But the lady who played Baby's mom, she was pretty hot. She was hot, but she she had just like a <laughs> yeah, she had like the like Japanese girl mom for like 20 minutes. I mean, the sex scenes in this parody, I will admit, they're quite long. I they, mean, you yeah. get a good 20-minute sex scene. Yeah, they are. Like, they were good. This was probably, the, and I don't know, I feel like this was, maybe it felt long, because it was hot, but it was, like, her moaning was, uh, was yeah, a little much. Yeah, it just much. didn't feel real, because it never, it was, like, started at the top and continued at the top the entire time. So, so she was either on the brink of orgasm forever for 20 minutes, or it wasn't quite, I mean, it's porn, right? So people are going to say that, but it... It kind of take, took me out of it. So I'll talk for a minute. Can you look up if who made, like, what production company made it? And can uh, people still buy it? Because we're doing a, a review here. So can people track this down? And I will look into it. I bought it legitimately. I, I didn't do any legal downloading. I bought it legitimately. But I can't remember what, where I bought it through. But 
yeah, the the Evanstone. I, I I don't know the mom's the mom's name. That was a hot scene, and I I didn't see it coming. I didn't see the the parents having. I mean, I guess I should have because well, like yeah, Evan I assumed Evan, the, I assumed in as soon as they had a scene with Evan Stone in it that they would fuck because it's Evan Stone. Like, why would you hire a, a well known porn actor to play a part in a movie if he wasn't going to then fuck in the movie? Right? Like that's that's true. And I have to give a, um talk about the Dirty Dancing Superman connection that we have here. So. Uh, listeners might know, uh, my favorite movie is Superman the Movie with Christopher Reeve from 1978. And the Dirty Dancing Superman connect, um, connection is in the person who plays Johnny in the porn parody is also the individual who plays Superman in the parody of the 1978 Superman the Movie um, porn that came out uh, probably around the same time as 2013. It's probably around the same time. Yeah. The guy's name is Ryan Driller. He actually played... Superman in like four or five different parodies of DC Comics um, properties, and so I'm not going to talk about the Superman one because we're actually going to watch. Like we watched Dirty Dancing, we're actually going to watch the Superman one, and we'll probably yeah. uh, review that too. But there was the um, the Ryan Driller connection there, so it's funny uh, in the porn world. So we can't really talk about this to mainstream friends and things, vanilla, v- <laughs> vanilla friends, but we have Dirty well, Dancing. Well, it's not even swinging related. I suppose you could yeah, dirty, if you want acknowledge Well, if you, you were to acknowledge that you're watching porn, that you're watching porn. I don't know. Stuff. My parents have acknowledged that they watch porn and really? they're in their seventies. Really? So yeah. I, I know you said that you, you like caught them in or like you found a VHS. Oh, since, I've been, an, since I've been an adult, they have, they have referenced it. <laughs> my mom was telling me the other day about how my dad assists with her mammograms or her, not her mammograms, her, breast examinations <laughs> disgusting so what did you find um so you can't buy the dvd anymore it's well discontinued, i don't, like I don't physical think you copy. Could, i don't think you could buy the physical copy because i would have i would have bought the physical copy even back then so i don't think you could well buy they, it. they gave it a, a a dvd cover and it says double disc collector's edition really yeah okay well i wasn't able to buy the physical but you, copy you even. can um you can stream it or you can pay by the scene if you just wanted to get the penny scene, for example. So it's, who, it's 19 minutes, by the way, for four ninety nine. It's Adult Empire. Okay, which Adult I found Empire. is where you go if you want to stream high quality videos in general. Like now, that, that's where I had to go. I was when I was looking for porn earlier. That's where I I found a DVD to purchase. But it's much more common for for you to stream it now. Like you just pay for a yeah. subscription, and it's all you can stream for for videos. Wicked is doing that now. Now is Adult Empire. Like a Netflix, like is it all Empire who produced Dirty Dancing, or are they like a Netflix where no, they're just? No, um, it was made by Septo Studios. They're just they 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 sell DVDs. They used to be like a huge DVD provider, okay. and now they've got deals. Adult Empire, you're yep. talking about? Okay. Yeah, now they have deals. Like they don't have any Wicked pictures on there because those are all on Wicked's website, for mm-hmm. example. But they've got this, and they've got. Um, if you remember Adam and Eve, used, yeah, yeah, used to do like they yeah. they still sell sex toys, but they used to make movies. Those are all sold like on on here now too, and various other um, digital playground. I think that's another big okay. one that so, you've probably heard so of. We'll, so as we keep talking about dirty dancing, if anybody gets hot and bothered, or if they want to watch it, they can go to adultempire.com, Right, that's what it yep. is. Apparently, the sex scene with um, you can buy the sex scene of Danny Daniels with Ryan Driller. That's the for, baby. And that's twenty eight minutes. That's the baby, um, baby Johnny, ba- ba- baby Johnny scene. Yep, twenty eight minutes. Well, well, because it probably includes. If you remember, they were like dancing at one part at True. one point. How long is the Evan Stone and the mom scene? <laughs> that scene, the the mom is by is Alexa Styles, and then Evan Stone. It's titled "Hot Blonde Ride Stiff Cock." Uh, twenty eight minutes. <laughs> okay, well, it was a, it it was a long one. Yeah. So that so um, that was the second scene. The and actually, do we want to? Um, I don't know how what what your plan was. Did you actually want to talk about the like how well they adapted the plot? Or I mean, it's a porn, but I, I don't know how deep. Yeah, we're I wanted, going to, into I this wanted to get your thoughts. You've seen Dirty Dancing the movie. What, yeah, what did you think of the sex scenes or the plot? The plot, like how well do you think they adapted it? I think they adapted it okay for uh, porn. Um, I mean, there's a lot of. I, you have the. I mean, it's the, it's uh, what it's like a two hour movie, and you've got five sex scenes that are about twenty minutes each. And so I'm mostly so, talking about the connecting tissue between the sex scenes. Yeah, right now. I mean, and and that is very little. It is very little, but I think I. Which who watches a porn for the connecting tissue, right? Like it's, well, I think but when it's a parody, I'll tell you who. Yeah, I was you want say, it when it's parody. When you want you're it. watching the parody of, um, 
of a movie that you're a fan of, like Dirty Dancing here. Yeah. Like we weren't just gonna only watch the sex scenes because we like part of it was like, well, how well do they do the like, yep. like the in between stuff? So like, um, and I think they did okay. Like I think you should definitely have seen the movie. Like if you right. didn't see Dirty Dancing, um, but. It is funny. Like, I'll probably never watch Dirty Dancing and not think of the actual, the, the Penny <laughs> Robbie scene, at, at, at least. Yeah, like, that, that's always the prequel. Yeah, that's some... the prequel. I mean, the rest of it is, um, and, and it's not, it's, it's, it's not, um, I, I, I think it works as, I think the story works. Yeah, as, I mean, they, es- they established that Penny needed an abortion. I they established was... that Baby's dad, like, supplied the money to pay for it. I actually think there was a decent chemistry... Um, in the acting portions, surprisingly, between the girl who plays Baby and the guy who yeah, plays Johnny. Yeah, her name's uh, Danny Daniels. Danny Daniels. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, re- I recognize that name, but I don't... Yeah. Um, and then Ryan Driller, obviously, is, is the guy who plays Johnny. Yeah, I think they did a pretty good job. I think that... Um, they could have stood for some more extras, I think, in some of like the dancing scenes and stuff, because it really yeah. is. I think it is only the eight people who actually, or actually, how many scenes are there? Ten or five scenes? So it's probably yes, it's ten. So so ten because none of the people. Um, but that's were it. Twice. Yeah, those. those but are I think the it was only ten, and so there wasn't like any outside. You um, weren't in the movie if you weren't fucking, basically. <laughs> that's true. Um, locations. I think they got wherever they shot it. They did a pretty good job of simulating like a. I agree. A um. Like a uh, outside Catskills like resort, I guess. Well, or... yeah, I mean, they they shot somewhere outside with the woods, and there was a backdrop of what what appeared to be like a a shack, but they which re... fits. And then there was a backdrop that appeared to be the outside of like a stone building, mm-hmm. which fits. So they they reuse some sets. I think this the where Baby and Johnny Bone is also the same location that where did we see that again? Or we saw it? oh that's where they like. Uh, gave the money to Penny, and Penny established that she needed a, mm-hmm. an abortion, like that's which was supposed to be kind of like the, the clubhouse where mm-hmm. the dirty kids do all their dirty dancing. <laughs> yeah, I think it, they definitely should have. I mean, that would have been a time to have like an orgy scene, like in a, uh, um, like all the like the staff workers. Yeah, like, take that's that, a missed opportunity. Make, you know, get like you know get like five ten other couples yep and have some like real, real dirty dancing style and uh some, Put some red filters on your I, lighting i and... think that's a missed opportunity there and i didn't think about that till literally yeah. just this moment but it's actually just the four sex scenes so it's the one in the beginning with penny and robbie and then there's the dad and the mom mm-hmm. and then there's baby and johnny and then it ends with baby's sister banging neil the hotel guy which that is uh not canon <laughs> She wants to bang Robbie, but then she doesn't because Robbie's off banging some other older guest chick. Um, but I like Baby's sister banging Neil. I, I like the the audible that the movie called, so <laughs> it worked for me. Um, so what did you think of the plot? Yeah, I agree with you. As a Dirty Dancing fan, I would have liked to have just a wee bit more connective tissue, and I, I also had the thought... Like, bring in some... Like, there was no actual dirty dancing. There's, like, one scene where Baby and Johnny are dancing. And I will say the actors did a good job of recreating some of the steps. They didn't do the lift. I wouldn't expect that. Like, that's pretty advanced Mm -hmm. for for anybody to do. But they did do some moves that are out of the original movie that you wouldn't notice if you didn't know the movie. But there's a few dance moves that... You're literally wearing a Dirty Dancing sweatshirt right now. I am, but it doesn't say OMG Triple X parody. Well, that's true. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, as as a parody, it it hits the highest of high-level plot points. I would have liked just a little bit more, but I still enjoyed it. So, another missed opportunity, I think... Although the movie was already long, but I, I don't feel like I think they could have cut down some of the sex like uh, the dad mom sex scene didn't need to be twenty eight minutes. Yeah. Um, but another missed opportunity is Johnny with the bungalow bunny. That would have been pretty hot. Yeah, but I think that takes away from the movie to see him like banging someone else. True. Like, he but... references that he bangs other people, or that he has banged other people. But I, I think that like takes away from the experience of baby fucking Johnny if he's like got two sex scenes. Okay, well, if, coming from because I had that thought, scene. I had the thought like, oh, they could have him him 
with someone else. And I was like, no, I think that takes away from like the specialness of him and her in this movie. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. That's good. I was just thinking like, that's a, like some sexual tension that is in the actual movie that is implied. And so in a, in a porn, you can make it, you know, right. In, you can, Which that character doesn't even exist in this porn. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like they could have yeah. added, they could have added a uh, character there. Yeah. Well, they could have put in the sexual tension, but then had her go off and bang Robbie. Or that's, not Robbie, you know, which is what happens in the movie. Yeah, that's true. And they could have had a three-way with Lisa that way. All they would have needed was one more girl. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And they could have pulled it off. Yeah, this actually, this the, um, the movie could have benefited. The writer could have been a little more creative. The The movie could have benefited from some, because all four scenes are just a guy, girl, just regular. Yeah. Uh, like, no, like, multiple partners or anything. It would have been, nope. it would have been fun. I, I, mean, I mean, they're not really even all that creative with, with positioning. There's... There's stand-up sex and there's mish sex. I mean, there's not a ton of creativity either. I mean, there's sex on a bench, sex on a couch, sex on a bed, sex against a tree. That's true. I did the sex, the outdoor one. I do that one was a really good scene. The outdoor, like the sex um, with the Penny and Robbie, that was my favorite scene for sure. But I, I keep coming back now that I've thought about it. I can't not think about that. They really miss an opportunity with an orgy scene with the yeah. With the staff workers. I feel like all porn needs an orgy scene. Because <laughs> it's a fantasy. So throw an orgy in there. Well, or at least a mix-up of a, more than one per, of more than two people. Well, especially when it's dirty dancing. And uh, the movie has some pretty sexy dancing, you know, with a room full of, you know, what, 20, 25, yeah. 25 hot and horny... Uh, Couples. Uh, staff workers there in the... Yeah, they could have really had some debauchery going on and made it super dirty. But they didn't. Oh, and the music adaptation. I thought that was well done. Mm-hmm. It was it was low budget, like done with a keyboard kind of a thing. But still, um, whoever wrote the music did a good job of modifying the existing like theme song and and the the main theme. Like I've had the time of my life. Like they they adapted it so that they're not quite plagiarizing. But I still you could still tell that's what it was. So that was that was good. So we'll talk about for a second uh, the way that we watch. I mean, I, I have no idea if it's common or uncommon for couples who watch porn. Let us know right in. Um, or I guess we could ask some friends next time we see. But we always watch, typically we'll have like, we'll, we'll watch like one scene and then have our sex while the scene is going on and like mm-hmm. play around and then um, take and then stop there and then we'll pick it up the next right. night or whenever we pick up our so next. So it took us four days. It did. It did. To watch the movie. Sometimes um in the past i mean not not with dirty dancing it took four sessions uh we we did one session per sex scene right but so, i mean you could a good way to do it if you want to have some extra foreplay is to mm-hmm. spend you know doing, doing a lot of slow foreplay during the first sex scene and um that's hard for me like when when <laughs> the characters on screen or the people on screen are full out just banging and I'm just like, doo-dee-doo-dee-doo, I'll blow you, you you know, you <laughs> me, suck me. Like Me eating them out is just doo-dee-doo-dee-doo. <laughs> well, it should be like the, fireworks the, going the, off. Well, that's the point. Like There gets to a point where I'm like, move your mouth and just jam your cock in me. Let's go. Like, <laughs> I, I cannot resist. When you eat me out, I need to th- fuck. Like, I just need to bang. It, it, it turns me on so much that I have to have your cock in me. It's very rare that you can just eat me out and I push you aside and I'm like, okay, I'm done. Go wash your beard. <laughs> So, um, what was your, I, I did I already ask you what your favorite combination or what, what your favorite scene was? You didn't. And I think it was the baby Johnny scene. I like that one. I will say that I did like that one too. And this didn't even come up until they got like halfway through the scene or maybe even three quarters of the way through the scene. They like got into a position where Johnny's like sitting down on their couch or whatever. And then mm-hmm. baby like gets on top and shadows him. But if you got a big giant bruise in your leg, like use some makeup. Like Ugh, I mean, you're yeah. a girl. Like yeah, how the hard actress is... had a huge bruise. Can't on you her cover leg. that? Like, I mean, can't you huge. like? Can't you use what concealer? I I don't know much about makeup. Not fully. You you can definitely tone it down. And for all we know, they might have. I mean, when I... you've got those bright lights on you too, like it's well, that's true. I mean, I see that sometimes. You know, in the more amateurish stuff that I watch, but I just talk that up too. You know, it's kind of it's amateurish i'm I, this isn't like a full like i mean what's production supposed to do wait two weeks for her bruise to go away no when use got... like concealer i mean you know like you know if, if they were on a regular movie set mm-hmm. they would use like makeup baby I mean, took a spill while they were practicing the dancing that's well that's true that's true <laughs> but it, it is a little um distracting 
and and the producers could have said, you know what, let's avoid some position. There's certain positions you could avoid, but, or or you could frame the shot up a little differently. And that didn't even come into play to like three quarters of the way through. But mm-hmm. that was that was a good scene. And then yeah, I enjoyed that one. Just on a couch. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what? Well, of the of the four scenes that we got, what would have been the hottest combination? The baby Johnny, for sure. I think. Okay. I well because um. I was just thinking because you're like... I think those are the two best looking actor, like the best actor, male actor, and the best looking female actress, I think. I probably would have said, I'm not not the best judge for guys, but probably, I mean, the Penny, Penny is the hottest chick, I think, and so... Yeah, and I disagree. I don't uh, like her face. The the, the girl who played her, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of her. She, I don't know, part of it could just be the way her makeup was done, but she had that like trashy porn girl look to her like there's there's just a certain look with the way eye makeup is done sometimes and mm-hmm. and, and lipstick and stuff that just has this like overly done look and and she had that to me yeah i, I like if you saw her on the street you wouldn't think like oh i want to bang her well you might but like she looks pretty kind of slutty but also kind of hot like if you're like ooh, that's just like somebody that would just be a good fuck mm-hmm. um but she was probably the hottest to me, um, in 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 my opinion. And then probably Ryan Driller, her and Ryan Driller probably would have been a hotter sex scene. I that think. would have really mixed things up if the sister got with with Johnny as well, and like, like oh, him and wait, two sisters. That's Lisa, right? <laughs> yeah, that's Lisa. She was, or the... no, sorry, that's Penny. Never mind, that's Penny, the one that you're talking about. The one that I'm talking about. But it's that would, yeah, yeah, Johnny. Like they really could have changed it up if they would have had mm-hmm. uh, the chick who played Lisa was pretty hot too. I, I think. And so... Definitely better than the Lisa in the movie. <laughs> in the actual movie, Yeah, the too. Lisa in the... I don't know who, who like, that actress is. She didn't really go on movie, to do much. But she, I, she is annoying, I think, in the in the real movie and her that Hawaiian dancing scene. I mean, <laughs> that's sort of the point of that scene is to be annoying. It is. But it's... it. There's... That is just, like, kind of grating on my ears when I watch the uh, movie, which is not infrequently since you like to watch it. So, you know, usually... It's probably like at least like you watch it probably more than once a year. So, but I mm-hmm. probably catch it with you at least probably once a year. So, mm-hmm. so you've um, seen it plenty. <laughs> I have seen it, which I had never seen it. We saw it last year. We watched I'd, it at the drive-thru. I had never seen it uh, before you. Um, yeah, we, I had never seen Superman before you. So we propped each other's cherries, which is wild. I can't believe you never saw it. No, <laughs> I'd seen still images. That's I mean, not a I movie. Was familiar with that's it. That's not but... a movie that like I feel like you catch. Like I don't remember it ever being just on like. Uh, network TV, TV growing up that much. I don't remember Dirty Dancing ever being on network TV either. Well, the, we actually, had yeah, VHS. I don't remember it being on uh, network TV, Dirty Dancing. We taped or, it off of or even, HBO. Or even cable, I guess. Is, um, I don't remember Superman the movie ever being on cable. I know it was uh, one of, like, in the, um, there was a couple of times it was shown in an extended version, uh, but that was before I was uh, really cognizant or, like, paying attention to network stuff. But, so I don't, I don't think I have much more to talk about. No, I don't either. We'll watch Superman Triple X parody. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how we'll, that goes, and we'll review that soon. Um, this is what we've come to in this world where we're not swinging. Well, no, I don't. I, we would watch this anyway, but I don't I, find God it. Damn, I miss swinging. Well, that's true. I agree, but I don't. Um, Do you ever have the thought like I could just get in another poon? Like, does that does that like I could just go for banging someone else? Does, does that thought cross your mind? Yeah, it does. Same for you. So yeah, sometimes you get but, another poon. No, not that. And and like it doesn't mean I don't enjoy sex with you any less. I I do. Well, but I think that's variety sometimes. Well, I think that's the whole crux of swinging. Like we like like. Um, what about you, listeners out there? What are you doing to get through this this swinging dry spell? Like we're right com- in swinging around at gmail dot com. No G at the end of swinging. Like we've learned with um, just through swinging and that. W- we're comfortable like in our own i mean that's part of the whole crux of this podcast too is like we're comfortable in our own relationship to i mean it is um true that old that old adage the like cliched saying that like do you want to eat a the same bowl of cereal you know the same type of cereal for the rest of your life and you can be happy with it but it is sometimes fun to have a different type of variety and so that's you could be like our kids and mix your cereals of course well that's that yeah that's like a group scenario (laughs) but yeah, Captain of, Crunch, of, meat Fruit Loops. Of course, and and that's where comfort with you is where we can express that 
oh, it would it'd be it'd be fun to you know get with somebody else, or oh, that person's um attractive, like or or whatever. Just the the comfort being able to be truly comfortable because I, you know that vanilla couples out there that they're probably that they're thinking that independently mm-hmm. and maybe not communicating with their partner. Well, because so, they're they're afraid of pissing their partner off, or, or I guess not even pissing them off, but hurting their feelings. I mean, and I having guess, their partner think like, oh, you don't want me. Or, but I have learned, which we still need to review. And now that you've you've been done with it for a couple of months, like, and I have my notes from a while ago, like we should review um, the Sex and God book. We should, but I I do when I and make, I'm I'm about three quarters of the way through Ethical Slut, which I have not started yet. Although I said that was going to be in well in my head, I said it that I've been reading a bunch of fiction. But well, actually, I've been reading a bunch of nonfiction. I've just been reading pop cultures. Like I finished this year, I finished a, a Superman novel. I finished Kiss and Philosophy. You're catching up. Watchmen, I was the one who was pounding through books last year. Watchmen and Philosophy. Essentially, that's not the title of the book, but essentially, it's Watchmen and Philosophy. And now I'm reading yet another Superman novel. All in 2021, by the way. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a pretty good job of uh, doing mm-hmm. quite a bit of reading. But my next book, I think, will be The Ethical Slut. Is it that or is it just Ethical It's just Ethical Slut. Um, but They talk about sluttery, which I just like saying that word. The reason I bring that up, um, Sexing God, the book, is because, well we, well, we need to review it on the show. But also, whenever I make comments, I have to stop and myself and at least... If, if I don't say it out loud, I at least try to think in my head because when I make comments like, oh, you know, vanilla people are thinking like this, but that's like, there's the, um, the sexual social, um, scale there. So like I have to remind myself, not everybody, like there are people who truly probably don't like are married and mm-hmm. don't crave any sort of variety. So I, if I, I, I will generalize, I mean, cause I, I do think. And then there are people who are married and suppress their cravings for, true. for tons of, of variety and would, probably prefer to be polyamorous and are unhappy in their marriage. I mean, there's, there's I, it's I, a spectrum, like you said. I do just have to remind myself and be careful, at least in my own mind, to think that... Because it's, it's, I've heard other swingers think it uh, or state it and where, oh, the, the world would, would, would be better if everybody was more open like swingers are and be able to that sort of comfort with their partner and, and have that sort of... Um, that sort of sex openness and um, being open to... Mm-hmm. to to playing to playing with other couples or um even all the way to polyamory like depending on like whatever people are, are comfortable with but then i always have to remind myself that there is the there are definitely people who that's not even like in their makeup and um, yeah but they could still have a conversation about it to say cause, maybe because the you, likelihood of both people being that way i mean i i, I don't know so that's i'm I sure guess, there are couples that are like that but in reality it's it, it's, it's more likely that they're they're unbalanced oh i agree i agree i think more likely but i just want to acknowledge because i even you know because i said a moment ago i was like um something to the effect i can't remember what i said five minutes ago now i guess something to the effect that like um this is why we were getting in this i don't know but i just it was a moment to remind myself that mm-hmm. hey not every couple um because because as swingers we can joke around that oh yeah. it'd be nice you know if if only all married couples or only if all couples you know were willing to be as open as swingers are yeah um you know the lines of communication would be a lot more open but there's there are definitely there's a it's a full spectrum and there's and there's you know because we aren't all the way like we're not polyamorous and we don't have a desire to be so in the way that like polyamorous individuals they are more open to even like ro- romantic love and long-term relationships where, where we're not i always have to I, I have to remind myself that hey there are people who not only is it not for them but it's so not for them they might never they'd probably not even suppress it or thought about it like there's probably married couples who oh, i'm sure tons yeah mm-hmm. just because it's a it's a full range and it's easy to think once you're once you feel like you've been awakened um I mean, I, to to use like a liberal term, like you know, you're woke in the sexual world, <laughs> uh, you know, because I've heard it described that way, like you know, swingers and and uh, people who are um, in in non monogamous relationships, whatever that relationship yeah. um, encompasses, like they're the woke um, for in in, in in the sexual world. And I don't, I mean, you could, I see the analogy there, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. So where do you what, what do you have next on the agenda? Well, if you remember a few episodes ago, or I guess maybe more than a few episodes ago, but in 2020, we oh. interviewed Matt Hawkins. Hold on. Let me, let me, um, so real quick, just one last time in case listeners, uh, and Heidi, we'll probably put it in the show notes if you remember it. If, if we don't, then just rely on what we're saying right now so they can get Dirty Dancing 
triple X parody at adultempire.com. Yeah, right? I'm sure there's other places that and we're not Adult a, Empire is not the only way that you can stream porn. We're not affiliated with them at all. And t- and typically, like I mean, if you're that doing was just a, the first link that came. If out. you're doing a movie review, like for like, oh, let's review, you know, Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, you could find. I mean, you you have to tell people where to find a Star Wars movie, but you know, sometimes with porn now, it's not it's not as easy as just like, um, especially especially when you can't just you know. It, it's yeah, I mean, af- after I got through the the IMDb Wikipedia type links at the top, it was like one of the I don't know maybe the fifth link down or something. It wasn't really that hard to find. It's interesting you can buy individual scenes. Like I, um, everything's digital now, so it, it so is, if you don't want the whole movie and you're like, well, that scene with Penny and whatever, like that scene, like the thumbnail? is the only thing that intrigues me. Well, they they have about fifteen pictures from the particular scene, and you can preview the scene too. Oh, okay. So if you're like, this say... is the only thing that really intrigues me, or or I really just want to watch the orgy scene from this movie, so I don't want to pay twenty dollars to stream it. I just want that one scene. You can. I think it's nice. Okay, that, they that makes do sense. That. I yeah, you you uh, you shut me up because I was about to say like I don't know what scenario I would want to watch a random scene of a particular movie because like if you just want a scene go to like you porn or something just pull up a scene yeah. but if you I, I guess like i was like in what scenario would you want just a particular scene i mean what if we just wanted the baby movie? what if i was just intrigued by the if i didn't care about the plot and all i was like i want to see the baby johnny fuck that's all i care about like you know there you go <laughs> yeah that's true that's true so as i was i was saying before we interviewed matt hawkins last year who was the author of the graphic novel swing and at the volumes top, one and two. At the time, volume only volumes one and two were out, but now volume three is out. Well, so, not only did we interview Matt, we also did a separate episode just reviewing the. We did, yeah. The um, the volumes one and two, and then we did an interview with Matt Hawkins. Yep. yep. So now volume three is out, and I thought it would be a good time for us to talk about it. I think we needed to figure out though, you know, how much do we want to spoil, in case people have or have not read it. So I'm I I think we should leave the the way it ends. Spoiler free? Um, maybe. I get the sense that it, my perspective is that I want to talk about this with you. And so I, that's mostly like my, it's, it's not, it's, I mean, our listenership is, we, uh, we appreciate all you listeners, but really the reason I'm doing this podcast is to have an opportunity to talk to you. So we, I am for spoilers because okay, that's fine. I want to talk to you. I mean, well, I guess like, you know, the, you could say like, well, you and I can just continue the conversation after the podcast ends. So we, we can do the typical thing where we'll talk a little bit of that a lot of podcasts and stuff we'll do. We'll, 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 we'll talk about it. But when I want to get into stuff that we don't want to, then we'll just say spoilers and come back in five, five minutes or whatever. So we'll do that. Okay. So I I wanted to know, now that we're three volumes in, just at a high level, are you still enjoying the overall story and the interaction between the... It's a story of a husband and wife. I mean, we talk about that quite a bit in the, in the previous episodes. Are you still enjoying it? I am. I, I, I did a... Um, volume three was supposed to come out uh, quite a while ago. I think it was supposed to come out as early as May of last I year. I think so, and then I we, think it got pushed to October. Because we, we talked, when we talked to Matt, it was on the precipice of it coming, yeah. of getting released, and then because of COVID and everything, it sort of blew up the whole, I mean, it blew up the world, and it, and it also blew up the comic book world, and a lot of stuff got delayed. Um, so I did a, um, Volume 3 came out, I believe in November, and then we got it in December, I, I think. And I did a reread of volumes one and two just because it had been a little while. Plus, they're not super long. It's like the equivalent of eight issues because I think it's like four issues per yeah. trade or per, per volume. So it's and 150, so 160 pages. I did a reread. And I well, volume one was, has, was as good as I originally ever thought it was. And volume two was better because I know that last time we talked about we talked about it, I sort of dogged on – I still enjoyed it, but I sort of dogged on volume two as a – a how-to, basically, in a comic book form, like, a how-to mm-hmm. be a swinger. And I think it is a great introduction um, and a, probably an eye-opening introduction to non-swingers who are picking up this... Uh, I viewed it as as a little bit more of, of a vignette style where it wasn't quite short stories, but it, it felt to me like, here's a scene, here's a scene, here's well, a scene that yeah. had less connective mm-hmm. tissue than the first issue, well, the first volume. I Yeah, I, 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 that's how I felt too. And I, I think to go even further than that, my issue was it really felt um, 
like a how-to like here's here's showing them setting up their profile yep. going on their first date like like i mean you really could take volume two just follow and, the journey and well no you could be and you know when we got into the lifestyle like we sort of like you know you dabble you figure out how to do things but i mean you could really take volume two as sort of a how-to yeah how to meet people how to how to communicate because they you know they're different techniques for communicating like matt was the one who would communicate via the um the, you know whatever social um whatever platform whatever pretend to be the woman he which is he would also, so, i mean their choice but a little so, awkward so on the um on the reread of volume two gearing up for volume three i enjoyed it a lot more just because i knew that that was the i i sort of knew what to expect i knew the the pitfalls or like like what what my issues were and i was able to enjoy it and that happens to me all the time there's a lot of times where i have something built up that i'm really looking forward to and doesn't quite meet those ex- expectations yeah and then just happened to you recently with tenant well kind of i I'm but st- i don't want to get you off track no so. no but i kind of but I mean, I, I I guess a lot of things like, uh, for instance, in Indian the fourth Indiana Jones movie, it's not too great, but I know it's pitfalls. I can watch it. Or um, so volume two, I really enjoyed. Um, on the second, on, on, on the second one, and I enjoyed it on the first. Just I enjoyed it even more the second. Just I was able to let whatever hangups or the expectations that I had built up because I don't, I still don't think it's as good as volume one. And then I think volume three is even better. I think volume three. Volume it, three felt more like a start, a narrative again, like because it wasn't a how-to. Now they've established the the main couple and and they're swinging again, and now they're they're you know they have some friends in the lifestyle, yeah, and then they have got, some issues in the lifestyle, and so that that really volume three felt like another story, almost where you could take volume one and some of the content from volume two and volume three and really, I mean string them together you i think there's sections of volume two you could probably cut out and be fine but i like volume yeah two, I, w- I wouldn't so. want to cut it out and it's not yeah. long but no. I, I i know what you're saying you're if saying, you want to just like one complete like very well knit together narrative yeah like volume one is very much this couple um dan and kathy yep and then volume two is also dan and kathy but it's well volume one is like they're, their they're sto- trying things volume, trying volume one is like their story volume two is almost every swingers in the world story yeah, I mean, I mean, there's specifics, of course, to there. Right, and then volume three gets v- back to very much like, yeah, I, like um, back to very specific to them and and their story, and I think it works really well. Yeah, so so in volume three, they're they're continuing to deal with their struggles around boundaries, which I think is very applicable for couples, even if even if your boundaries as a couple are different or you have different rules than than they do. I think from a high level theme perspective, they're dealing with. Are their boundaries correct? Are they have they set the right boundaries? Are they specific enough? And then, basically, when one of them breaks a boundary, how do they they handle it? Like, do you do you think that overall that that plot setup is? I don't know. Does it does it apply to if not us specifically? Do you think it still is going to resonate with the swinger community? Well, I don't. In the answer, I, I would say is yes, but also at the same time, it doesn't. I don't think it matters if it resonates with me. Because it needs to resonate with the characters, and I think it does. And, yeah. and, I, and you think and I, it, you think it feels authentic? Yes, to I do. The characters they've established because everybody has different hangups, and there's different like things that might give you pings of jealousy with with mm-hmm. swinging and and um and the, and the lifestyle in general. And so, um, so to answer your question, I do think it felt authentic, but. It doesn't have to like it, it felt. I think it satisfies both. I, th- I think it really felt authentic to the to the swinging community and like things that we can relate to. Or, um, but it's it 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 felt real for the characters also. Yeah. No, I agree. It's not a scenario that that you and I have faced. And, I and, mean, really, they're they're dealing you're, with. And when you're referring you're, the to the um, Kathy's coworker. Yeah. It, I mean, basically, they're dealing with when your your swinging life and your personal life blend. Mm-hmm. And and you meet a person from your swinging life in your regular just normal vanilla life. Yeah, because they had and that's uh, what happened. They had established that they would tell. And I don't think if, this is really spoilers. They like, they would establish. Yeah, it's not really. But they, they established that it um that they would tell each other if they encountered anybody in real life. Right. You know, quote unquote real life that was part of their swinging life, and it happens for the wife. Sherry, she's uh she's sort of a, a movie executive or like a. Trailers, 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 marketing. Yeah, marketing trailers. Um, 
yeah, not not a movie executive in the sense that like she you know she's helping get movies made, but she's doing the marketing uh, trailer standpoint and just somebody who they actually like one of their favorite couples to actually like play with. She the uh, the husband is she um, interacts with him. At, I forget what his role is in some company that's contracting with them. I think mm-hmm. somehow. But and, and then she doesn't tell Dan the husband. And then, and then it slips out through mm-hmm. just conversation at their house, and he gets jealous, and it really blows up their marriage because he he takes it as almost an act of infidelity, and and kind of jumps off the deep end and and says like I can't trust you now. Well, it and gets- I think she had some valid reasoning for what she what she did, right or wrong. I think she had a good reason for it, and she was trying to protect him. Well, that sort of gets into. The swinging, you know, the rules, swinging rules, and every couple has to define for themselves like what their rules are. Yeah. And because there's a lot of people who aren't in the swinging community who think that just sleeping with another individual is infidelity and cheating. But those of us in the swinging and the um, non-monogamous lifestyle in general, like we know that that's not true. Like, depends on what your rules are. Like, and it could be, um, whatever people's rules are, but just the general, like there's people who would say like, if you're in the same room watching your wife getting fucked by somebody else, yeah, she's, she's still, still cheating. cheating on you. Yep. Even if, but even if you approve of it, even if you, but that's, but we know that is, it, it's different for every couple. And so, um, you, you know, for Dan and Kathy, like that was an act of breaking the rules. Like I wouldn't say infidelity, but she, it was breaking the rules. And then you have to evaluate what, at that point, like how did that affect you? Like, like, you know, it's like evaluate, reevaluate. Like, why do we even have that as a rule in the first place? Like, why did it make me feel uncomfortable? Right. Why? I think Dan has to go through all of those feelings. And Kathy's also feeling yep. guilt. And, and, and I don't think Dan actually explains his feelings very well as to, to why he's, why it's a rule in the first place. And like, I don't think he, he really explains that. Like, what does he really think is going to happen? Does he not trust her? Does he think that she's, that by seeing him in, seeing this guy in, in their vanilla life that, all of a sudden their secret's going to be out of the bag that, that she's going to share it with other coworkers. Like, I wonder what his real fear is of having somebody that, you know, as part of your swinging lifestyle show up in their regular life. Like what, well, what is he really afraid of? I think it's, um, that I, I, if, I think it's that if you were to encounter somebody in real life, it's like, well, you, this is a person you're already comfortable fucking. Like, I don't want them like fucking outside of a scenario where I've like, yeah, but that, where... that comes down to like trusting his wife to, to follow boundaries of, we don't play with other people without each other present. Yeah, that's true. But I guess it goes down to whatever of each couple's rules are yeah. and for them, for Dan and Kathy, that was just a rule they established for the, for, for themselves. I know. I'm just saying like, I would like to see him challenge, like her challenge him to say, well, why, why is this really a rule? And like, there's nothing she could have done to prevent it. I mean, it happened at work. She couldn't say, oh, I can't deal. I can't work with you. Sorry. She could have been honest with him about it. And that's where I think her pitfall was. But what, what I don't he, know if he would have. He, I imagine he still would have been angry about it, maybe to a much lesser extent, because his trust wouldn't have been broken. But And maybe, and it could even be where somebody's not even, I, th- I think Dan does feel strongly about it. But I think just being even more general, I think if you have a rule, even if like maybe your convictions in that rule aren't as strong, like the fact that like somebody would that it would be broken, it could just um, break trust. It doesn't matter. Like maybe you were just the, just in the fact that like hey, this is a rule and it was broken. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I don't know. I could see. Um, I I I could see it both ways. I I see um, if you have an established rule as a swing, like you gotta. Discuss. I mean, if the rule is, hey, I encounter this person in everyday life, um, and you know, at work, and if you have it set up as a rule, then probably do it. But if you want to re- reevaluate it, because, um, but I don't think it's an uncommon thing either. Like, uh, I th- I think that's a very realistic uh, rule. Like, we haven't really encountered that you and I. Um, and I think there's a difference between like seeking out someone else in in just the public sector where it could almost be construed as a date versus it happened at work yeah and you couldn't do anything yeah, about different. it at work like i think those are very different and she was passive in their meeting like she didn't have she didn't arrange it it wasn't her decision to do it versus reaching out to a swinger couple and being like hey you want to go grab lunch 
that's that's very different. So one thing I wanted to ask you about um, is what do you think about the sex in this comic? Like just how graphic? Like do you wish it was even more explicit? Do you think it's like not explicit, or do you think it's like in volume ex- three specifically, or just, to, just yes, but also just overall as well, but. Um, because volume three, like they have, there's a, a sex scene at a party. They they have a sex on a couch just in front of other people, and mm-hmm. um, so so I guess volume three specifically and the series overall. I like it. I think it's it's graphic, but it's not gratuitous. I think it's it's tastefully done. There's lots of titty. There's when they're having sex, it's usually the the cock is usually fully penetrated, so you know it's in, but you don't really see a lot of it. But there have been some shots of like the exposed cock as well. Mm-hmm. And you'll see the blowjob, and you'll see the mouth on the on, yeah. on the cock sometimes. Yeah, and, and I think anatomically they're they're very accurate, um, while still making people look sexy. But I think they're pretty accurate with the the way the bodies are drawn, proportionately to each other. So I I think it's well done, and I I think it would be trying too hard if they tried to put more sex scenes in, and that so in a way that it might well, not flow with that's the story. True. I guess yeah. I I didn't even I wasn't even good point because I wasn't even thinking about more sex scenes. I was like evaluating like the sex scenes that we have like would yeah. you like to see more explicit like uh um, they could more... probably play around with the positions more i, I think... mean i think we see a lot of the same of like the this i think we've seen the same types of positions when it's male male female but i liked that they had just a male with three females thrown into this episode with this issue which was i think they do new yeah that's true and good point and I think they do a really good job of shadowing the line. Like, I um, didn't have a formulated answer for this. That was a question I just thought of on the fly. So as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I, I, th- I think the Image Comics, it's put out by Image, by the Top Cow um, imprint within Image. And I think that that, I think they really do a really great job of shadowing the line. Like, I think it is graphic enough to where you're not like, this is supposed to be a swinger comic. Can we get mm-hmm. some tits or some cock or yeah. like just some sex in this comic? No, with this comic, like the, the series has it. And I think, but it's not like, you know, it's, it's, and it's, it's not like five pages. It's, you know, maybe a two, maybe two pages with, with multiple panels. And then that's end scene. It's not yeah. like you're not flipping the page and the sex scenes continuing. It's, it's, it's not gratuitous. Um, yeah, even, I don't, I don't think there's any cum shown. Yeah, no, there, I think there's a couple of times where like it's, there's, um, I think like there was like one or two, a couple times where like there's a cum shot. I think, uh, but even then, I, I think the um, because it's put out by Image Comics, which was which is a big publisher. Like it's mm-hmm. this isn't being put out like you and I read the Diamond comic previews. Like this isn't being put out by what right. is that title or like? But it always, is listed. They're always in sure. like the middle of the like previews. Boundless. Boundless. It, this isn't like a boundless comic. This is still put out by Image, and I think they do a really good job of straddling that line of. I mean, I mean, you're probably not going to. It's find... not intended to be pornographic. No, it's not. Yes, that's where I think we've had that discussion about porn versus other other types of media. Other, um, like we just mentioned, boundless comics, which I I don't want to talk too much because I've never actually even read their. No, I've stuff. only seen covers. But I have to imagine that their stuff tries to lean really into like that. Probably would be considered like probably porn if I were to guess what is in. Um, Based on the covers, yeah. Well, that's yeah, my guess too. Yeah, and also like, yeah, they, I've seen some interior art. Um, I, I forget it probably wasn't previews, but I think I, I've seen a couple of interior, and and it does it goes the other way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think this, but it is graphic enough where you probably wouldn't find it in the graphic novel section at Barnes and Noble. Um, Agreed, because it's still something that you want to make sure a mature audience is buying. But it is something. Where I think if you're at, let's say, um, a Comic-Con, and this would just be out on a table, and mm-hmm. because the covers aren't gratuitous, the right. covers are actually very tasteful, I think, um, I think, what is the cover of Volume 3? Like, Volume 1 is, like, Dan and Kathy, like, I think, together, um, just in, like, a loving embrace, I think, and then, and then Volume 2 is a little bit more risque, I think it has Kathy, like, in some lingerie, but still, the, and there's a hint of, like, t- two people behind her. But it's still tastefully done to where you could be at a comic con where there's children maybe walking around, but this is on a, this is on a table yep. where it, volume the, three is is a uh, like top down shot of a chick on a bed in lingerie. Okay, I mean that's and it's I mean, not. I don't think that's Kathy. I think it's a different a different woman. It, it it lets you know it's sensual and that, but it's not 
gratuitous. Um, yeah. So I think the sex in Swing is, and I don't remember if we talked about that specifically in our review of Volume 1 and 2. It doesn't ring a bell, but maybe we did. So, um, Interesting. So when I did a Google search real quick for, for Swing Volume 3, it comes up on Google Books, and you can preview the first, like... Oh, I don't know, ten chapters, and I mean, there's there's some some naked tits in in it for sure, or not ten chapters, ten pages or so. So if you're curious about it, it's there's enough of the content available online for free <laughs> for you to preview. So, what other thoughts do you have about Swing Volume Three? I just want to know where it where it goes. It ended on enough of a yeah. cliffhanger. So here's actually we're we're gonna dive into spoilers for the next. Um, and spoilers for the next few minutes so um starting now so it ended with uh kathy finding out that she's pregnant and you presume it's from they had an um a cuckolding like scenario before where the um kathy's with another guy and dan's just watching mm-hmm. and it's a younger guy and um i was thinking oh i was like Heidi's he, probably really he, likes this he scene. did it for her birthday like yeah, she yeah. she did something special for his birthday and so then he he picks out or help she picks out a man for herself and then he arranges for for it and she offered for him to like have the devil's three-way and he said he would prefer just to watch because i think he was having some pangs of jealousy and uncertainty or at least that's how i read some of the pages and so he opted to to stay and watch as opposed to participate and this this young guy who i'm presuming is just drilling away at her in (laughs) jackrabbit style breaks the condom mm-hmm. or well, realizes it's broken well, well he finishes yeah. and it's and and then realizes i think the condom is broke, broke yeah. when he then pulls out after he's finished yep and so then um they, they get angry they kick him out and then i think there's a couple more pages of just some uh story i can't remember what, what it is though but yeah, then I we then i think you know we got kathy not feeling well i think or something and then yep. she takes a pregnancy test and then finds out she's pregnant so we will see where it goes. You think part of me wonders if they wanted if Hawkins is trying to go for like a twist. Like you think it's oh, it's the guy who just kind of broke you. Like, do you think it's Dan's or do you, like do you think it's that guy's for sure? I, I mean, I no, I think it's going to be Dan's, but I think Hawkins is going to play with the the scary, the the fright and the anticipation and just the like oh crap, what if it is his? But I I think it's going to turn out to be Dan's. But that could put the nail in the coffin for their swinging as well and i mean and and then so you know how do you go about finding that out do you do you get a paternity test like do you and I, like and i don't think season that's or, gonna be weird like that's that's awkward to do in a hospital but and i don't think volume four is like i mean uh, or do you just assume like dan's just always an assumption his no matter what like like volume four is not gonna be the end or at least on you know depending on sales like i don't think matt is like anticipating no, i think he said he's got several volumes i think given works. given sales you want to keep it going like like sunstone is still going like volume seven or eight which yeah. you still need to read um, I only read up to volume three, I think, of Sunstone. Um, yeah, I think I'm not sure where it's going to go. If, I mean, it's it's the way it's the way the story is laid out in volume two. It's almost like it, it couldn't be anybody else but Dan's because I feel like they was there something in there that they hadn't had sex. And so like in a few days, so like it had to be his, like the other guys. I don't remember. I don't but, think so. But I'm not sure how it's going to turn out. Um, but I am very curious and, and it's something that all couples, I feel, I feel like who are still within childbearing, like age swinging, you think about it and you try to take precautions. Like I know, um, for you, like condoms aren't like, we always want to have two barriers. Like you are, have stayed on birth control, mm-hmm. uh, primarily due to swinging. Like we would, or, um, yeah, but even, even so we, we try to avoid like finishing inside, as well i mean that's it happens it mm-hmm. has happened but it's something that that we usually avoid with our with the couples that we play with and sometimes i mean a lot of times it's fun just to pull out and call another person anyways and so yeah but it's something like we typically like we feel, have we have some couple like some friends who who like have a rule of no coming inside anyway so like um and i say you're on birth you had the iud right and that's what yeah but that's birth control well yeah i mean it's not the pill I, I i guess i was just uh but then we also have the guy uh, we, we also would want a condom, even well, yeah, though... because that's also for STD protection. Protection. Yes. It's not just pregnancy. It is, but also, um, I guess the condom is like we've talked about. I haven't got a vasectomy, but we thought about 
me getting it, and I just haven't yet. But I guess, yes, the condom is always a must just for um, sexual safety and mm-hmm. um, STDs. But you keeping the I- IUD and us not, like, yeah, I haven't got a vasectomy. Double baby protection. I think, I think the IUD has been a lot for um, swinging. I mean, partially because I haven't got a vasectomy yet either. But well, I, yeah, we don't, we don't want any more children. We, yeah, uh, but so I think... The, I, I would have the IUD even if we didn't swing. See, if we, as long as we didn't want any more children. See, if I got a vasectomy, why would you? Period control. Well, so it's completely, completely but we talked about it. Related, but, so. but, but you and I have talked about having, like, just being comfortable with double protection, though. Mm-hmm. But when I, when we were trying to have a baby, have babies, you know, back before we had our kids, I, we didn't do full swap. And that was our rule because I wasn't protected because I didn't, I couldn't, you know, I was off birth control at that point. Yeah. And so then when we would swing, you would play with the woman. And I would do oral and have sex with you, but I wouldn't yeah, have sex yeah, with yeah. the guy. I guess all I'm saying is, I feel like it's a it's a big it's a big thing that people would have to take into consideration. Like, like uh, yeah, how do you do the protection? And I mean, a lot of people, I think, just and, do and a, they just didn't trust establish one way or the other with Kathy if she was or wasn't on birth control because you can still get pregnant and be on birth control. It's yeah. it's not 100 percent effective. So yeah, that's true. I I, I um they didn't establish one way or the yeah, other. Yeah, they didn't establish one way or the other. Um. But it is what what I hope is for volume four is that it's not too serious. Like I enjoy swing um, for sort of more lighthearted, like swinging fun. Like if it's I, I what I don't want to see is for it to get too super serious. Yeah, I hope of- I hope they work through it quickly. Like that that's that the whole volume isn't just dominated by is it or isn't it? Like I hope maybe there's a time jump and they've worked through it or something. But even if it, yeah, what I would hate, I mean, this wouldn't happen because it would be bad for sales. It'd be bad for the series. But I mean, you could imagine, you know, a, a mirror universe where the baby's not Dan's. Dan's gets jealous. Like they break up. They, like, I mean, you can, yeah, you can have. But like, I would also imagine in that same universe, the the guy who was condom broke isn't interested in being a father, and that yeah, you know, I agree, and that they would just not care to seek fraternity because in their mind it stands no matter what maybe i i feel like they i feel like you'd want to do a paternity test if if you have a doubt um but would you treat the baby any differently either way if the other if the if the sperm donor wasn't in the picture does it really matter i don't know that's a tough one like if you yeah i think it would uh like that would be well that's a tough one i mean that's a philosophical question about like raising somebody else's child and how comfortable, like, I mean, cause it's, it's different. Like, I mean, if you've been raising, like if you were raising a child for years and years, I mean, it's, it's ultimately it's your wife, right? Like it's still your wife is pregnant mm-hmm. with a baby that most likely could be yours. I think it would be opening Pandora's box to answer a question that you don't really need to know the answer to. So, I mean, maybe I think, I feel like, cause it doesn't change. It shouldn't change how you, how you treat the child either way, but it could, I mean, I don't, I don't know if everybody would be comfortable raising uh, somebody else's child in this, in the same way that, um, I mean, I mean, to be honest, it'd, it'd be a serious question for me. What would it like? What would, what, what would happen? Like, I don't know what would happen. Like, well, I guess we'll find out what happens to them. In, in no, I mean, I'm talking about real life, like myself, like, mm-hmm. like how would I feel? Like, I don't know because it's, it's, it's not your child. Like, I feel like is every time you look at that child, you think like, Oh, you're not mine. Like I, it'd be tough. It'd, it'd be, a tough scenario and so i don't i don't want this comic to go to even i i don't even want this comic to really like ask those big questions or like deal with those big of uh, issues like oh like we're yeah conti- we're it's gonna a con- sexy comic about swinging we're gonna continue that's, following that's dan point, right? exactly we're, we're gonna continue following dan and kathy and then also this other like i mean this big giant like soap opera like um you know scenario uh and, and it's tough. Like, you'd like to think that, oh, it's, I'm going to raise this child like they're my own. But it, that's, a, that's a tough scenario to put any man in, I, I think. And for the woman, too. Well, it's part hers, like, regardless. So what, do you th- so what are your thoughts child. on it? Um, I prefer not to really get into it right now. Being adopted myself, I, it's a little touchy, honestly. Oh, it's a different... Oh, okay. So, I didn't even think about that because that's different because you'd still... Because Kathy I was would, raised would by... Keep the, I was raised by two parents who were not my own. But you Kathy... Know? So oh, it's, but not from the kid's perspective. Like, Kathy would keep the baby, right? I mean, she's Yeah, not, yeah, she would. But I think she would also expect her husband to be the baby's father. No, and, and, and her two children that they already have to be the, the baby's brother and sister no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like whether it was Dan's sperm or this other guy's sperm, it's her kid. It's still their family's kid, and Dan's going to be the father on the birth certificate, no matter what. 
So why go through would he be, the pain? Of, like he might not. Like I don't know if he would. He, he might not sign it. Like I don't know where Matt would go with that. Or that like, would for, if that were me, I'd probably say like divorce. I that's what I'm saying. I don't want this that comic. That would be the end. That's where that's that's what I'm saying. I don't want this comic to like do that. And I no, mean, I don't. I don't. It's either. like real world. Like so, I, I think they need to find a solution. Whether she has a miscarriage or they both just say, "Well, the baby's a baby. It's ours. It's our family's baby." I like think what's going to happen, other, but... I, th- I, I bet what happens is they do a paternity test and it turns out it is Dan's and then you just get around, there's no drama there. Like, uh, there's enough drama in just even having a paternity test though. Like in I, general. I, I don't think so. so. I, don't, I don't think that's a huge, like, that's not a huge deal. I would, if it were me in that situation, I would say I wouldn't even want one. So. Well, but yeah, but you know what you, like it would be like the woman knows it's hers. But it shouldn't matter for the father is all I'm saying. If you're married to the woman and the woman's oh. having a child... And True. you already have two other children. It shouldn't matter. Well, I think it could. I, 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 I'm not sure where Matt's going to go with it. So yeah. volume four will be, it'll be interesting. Um, I have no idea on the time. Yeah, they had no, it. they had no at the end. A lot of, like, uh, typically like, I mean, I guess maybe because of COVID, maybe they had those pages and took them out. Cause like volumes one and two both had like, uh, you know, swing volume three or swing volume two. Yeah, like, like an ad for like the following 2020, volume. you know, tw- yep. 2019. It was like, usually like, like a big double splash page, like coming in 2019. So, um, yeah, I, I think I don't know if I have. Oh, the other comment is that the art is still pretty good, but I, I still miss the um, the artist on volume one. I agree, and Kathy's Asian, but I don't think she looked like she was drawn in a very like with Asian features in she, in this at all. She looked more Anglo-Saxon. I think she to me. does kind of, but maybe I have to really look because I know. And so, oh, by the way, I think that the. Maybe it was the way it was drawn, but I think the guy that the condom broke, I think he looked a little Asian too. Um, I think so. That could play into like the baby, I suppose too. <laughs> oh, I don't. I didn't. I did not note that, so I'll have to go back but, and take a look. But that's. I, I didn't think. Oh, he looks Asian. So I, I. But it's tough to tell. But I. I do um, think the artist on the first was the uh, best, and I so agree. I think, and she's still listed as like a. Um, I forget. She has, still has some role, you know, like a creator or like a consulting role or something. But she's not doing the, or maybe she did the cover. Um, but she, but, she, but it's it's definitely not the interior art. And I, I, I did. I used to know their names, and I've forgotten. All the only name that I can think of off the top of my head that's just in my mind is uh, Matt Hawkins. Um, but the series is really good, and I, I wish it was put out uh, more frequently. Because I mean, yeah, it's been... I would like to get like three volumes a year. I was gonna say you two. You know, once every four every four months or so. Yeah, that's true. yeah. Well, three volumes. Three I, volumes is a lot. Three, it's aggressive. Three volumes is basically the equivalent of putting out a monthly issue. Yeah. And I think people, I recognize that um, when you get of the like trade off for getting a full story, like a, a trade or like um, I keep saying trade, but it, this is a graphic novel because it wasn't put out as single issues. Right. But for for getting a uh, a graphic novel's worth of content. You typically have to wait longer. Like the math doesn't work out. Like even though like I say that oh this is four issues worth, it it takes longer, or like um maybe just the production model for these types of, like graphic novels is like if it something might just have to do with the assembly and if the if something is like the equivalent of like six issues, stuff. it usually will take like eight issues or like eight months to come out or like you know it's it's never like a one to one like uh which yeah. which it makes you wonder like what's their how does their production run like to get monthly comics out versus graphic novels um and, and and things um so two a year and i think they let people take their time with stuff that's not monthly i think they give a little bit more leeway on schedules which is fine if a writer needs a little bit more time and an artist needs a little bit more time but i agree uh two two a year would be fantastic i mean three three like, like you originally said would be fucking awesome but right. and i wouldn't expect anything faster than that because it's it's not really physically possible for the work that you have to put into it yeah yeah so i don't have anything else for volume no, three no i don't either all right so um you want to tell us where they can email us they can email us at swinging around at gmail.com no g at the end of swinging and find us on apple itunes give us a rating send us a review and send us an email we like to hear from our listeners definitely all right everyone stay sexy stay swinging Break.